Hey, it's Pat. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. In case you're not familiar with me, I've been helping people retire for over 20 years now, author of the book Save Your Retirement, and host of the Save Your Retirement radio show. Our goal with this show is to provide you with valuable and timely information to help you plan your retirement, or if you're already retired, help you make the most of it. Ultimately, we want to help you use your money to accomplish your goals and dreams and to help you avoid any stress and fear with your finances and instead replace those with confidence and peace of mind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Also, if you'd like to give us a great rating, it would mean so much to us and it helps get the word out so we can share this valuable information with others. Thank you so much. And now here's this week's episode. This radio show is a paid placement. You've read his books. You see him on television. You follow him on social media. And you can listen to him talk about life and retirement right here, right now. He is Pat Struby, and this is Save Your Retirement, presented by Preservation Specialists. Go ahead and plan that summer getaway, right? Even though you might feel the crunch of inflation and the concern of a potential recession, there's no need to deny yourself some summer fun today. On Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby, Pat will talk about how you can manage that summer getaway amid this economy and will explain how planning your summer vacation can help you learn how to plan your retirement. We are so glad you're here with us today again on Save Your Retirement, or maybe it's Save Your Summer. I don't know, Pat. This is going to be a great show today. (laughs) Looking forward to getting some thoughts from you, and I hope all is well with you this week. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, as I've grown older, I love, you know, the other seasons, but I, I was always a summer kid, yeah. you know, so it's summer still exciting to me, even yeah. though it's oppressively hot here in the summer, but I still love it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can find some positives. We can find some upsides. Um, yes. And you do have maybe a, a little bit of, of summer travel. I know it's certainly early, but you and I were chatting just a little bit ago. It's It feels a little bit early, but we got to start thinking about planning ahead to get those summer plans nailed down, right? Well, you know, and my poor wife has to deal with the fact that I'm a planner in all facets of life. So um, there's very little that uh, is going on this summer that I have not already planned out. So (laughs) um, yeah, some of that stuff, you know, some of that stuff you can kind of do on the fly, but some of it you got to lock it down pretty early. Yeah. I always think it's interesting to look at travel trends. You know, every year there will be these forecasts about what we can expect for summer travel and that type of thing. About half of people who are planning to travel this year say they are going to travel more than last year, but Mm. they understand that it's going to cost them. They're just going to have to allow for a higher travel budget here in 2023. And sometimes, Pat, people might change their plans a little bit. Maybe they'll find that off-season or maybe less ideal time to travel. Maybe they'll take a shorter trip. Some people are are ramping up the road trips rather than flying. So always interesting to see how people might modify their behavior because for a lot of us, like, we got to go. We got to go somewhere. We're going to figure it out, right? <laughs> yeah. And and I think like anything in life, it's a delicate balance. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, most of the people that we work with aren't, you know, asking for permission on their oh, budget sure. or, you know, trying to have us plan out the finances for the travel. But it, it is always interesting to see the approach different people take. And some are kind of of the mindset of if I'm going to go, I might as well enjoy it and I'm going to splurge on whatever, the first class or something like that. And then others who are doing the opposite and thinking either by necessity or by desire to you know, do additional travel, I'm going to kind of cut some corners and, and things like, like right. that. And like you said, there's a number of different ways to do that. So it's that's what life's all about, right? Yeah. And we, we always say custom building your retirement. There's no reason that your your vacation or travel should be just like everyone else's. Like, make it the way that works for you. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. And I would just point out, it's a totally different phase of life, to your point, when you talk about the type of travel people are maybe looking at doing in retirement, maybe going ahead and upgrading to those better airline tickets or, or whatever, because you're in a different stage of life. When you are hauling around, you know, four kids with you everywhere. <laughs> four kids? Who would do where, that? Where did I get that number? I don't know. You know, it's just a, a little different how you plan for things, the types of destinations you're going to go to with kids versus when you're maybe in your retirement years, the type of travel. It's just one Once again, one more way that this is a totally different stage of life, which is something we talk about on this show all the time. The fact that people don't always
always, they know it, but they don't always fully internalize how totally different this retirement stage of life is. That's really true. And and I think, Jen, that I've kind of lived that out myself even before retirement in the sense of, you know, when I had my older kids, I was traveling on a budget everywhere that mm-hmm. I could because I was, you know, new in my career and starting a business and trying to cut costs wherever I could. Now, the funny thing about what you mentioned about having little kids, when now having um, Gabby and Isla, when I'm older and more established, the first time we traveled and we all stayed in a room, I told Janelle, I said, we're never doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> and my mindset was now, you know, when I was younger, I had more time and I had less money. Now I feel like I have a little more disposable income. So I can say, my point was, what's the point of even going if we're all mis- exhausted and miserable <laughs> right. the whole time, you <laughs> know? You so, so now we're scouring for adjoining rooms or suites or something yeah, like that so go. that we can all actually get a decent night's sleep. So like you said, it's all about that kind of stage of life that you're in. And uh, I was just talking to uh, clients of mine just the other day, and they used to scrimp and save and do the cheapest thing possible. And they just got back from a trip to Europe and they flew first class and they felt like that was such a fun luxury because they couldn't afford it before. And it's, right. it's almost difficult, you know, emotionally and mentally to convince yourself that you can afford it later on. And so that's, it's cool to see as, as you know, as, as people work through those types of changes in life. Right, right. And, you know, just going back to what I said a little bit ago, when you look at some of the, the travel trends for what we could be seeing this year, one of the reasons why I wanted to bring this up, Pat, is it's one thing to be looking at something like planning a summer vacation getting your arms around the budget, being mindful of things like inflation, that's challenging enough for a week-long vacation. Let's make this comparison to preparing for retirement because this is a whole new scale. We're talking about 30 years that we're trying to plan for. But we're working with all the same variables, you know, words like budget and factoring in inflation and thinking about our costs and our expenses. It's a lot of the same stuff. It's just on a way bigger scale. So how do we how do we manage that? How do we even begin to plan for that? Yeah, this is one of those topics that sometimes the media will try and shame people into. Mm. So people spend more time planning their vacation than their retirement. (laughs) And I've thought about that a lot over my career. And, you know, one of the things uh, I was just talking to a business owner about this, that the idea, and I talk about this in the beginning of my most recent book, uh, The Retirement Secret, that, you know, most of us don't have, you know, a pension that's going to pay enough for us to live off of in retirement. So we have to kind of create that ourselves. So we are our own pension manager. And, None of us have ever had any any training on that. And so it really puts you in an unfair position. So the idea of planning your own retirement is extremely intimidating because you don't know where to start and you weren't trained on how to do it. Meanwhile, which one of us, you know, have never heard of how to plan a vacation or, you know, hopefully you were fortunate enough to go on vacations when you were a kid. And so you saw your parents do those kinds of things. Well, most parents aren't talking about how they plan their retirement with their kids, (laughs) you know. (laughs) So I, I think when you look at that, familiarity and then of course just the fear factor of if you get some things wrong on your vacation planning maybe your spouse will tease you about it in the future but if you get something major wrong in your retirement planning oh yeah that's a massive massive problem so i think those are there's very logical reasons why people don't do that and that's that's one of the reasons jen we offer uh, an opportunity to sit down with one of our planners and we don't charge for that for listeners of the show because it's, it's an opportunity to talk about what you're trying to accomplish and, and talk through, like you said, those resources that you have and see if you're even on track. And if you haven't done that anytime recently or at all, give us a call at 803-9-RETIRE. We call it our five-step retirement review and we cover uh, five important areas of retirement. Um, if you're a listener of the show, there's no cost and no obligation. Once again, that number is 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he is the author of the books Save Your Retirement and The Retirement Secret. Glad to have him here today as we are talking a little bit about uh, comparing planning for our summer vacations to planning for retirement. And I like that you point out, you know, there's kind of this this shaming from the media sometimes where it's, oh, people spend more time planning their vacation than planning their retirement. I think another point on that, Pat, is we've all, I think pretty much all of us have planned vacations before. And and you think Mm. about the very first time, like I think about the (laughs) first time I tried to be involved in the planning, we were going to take the kids skiing. I don't ski. I don't know anything about it. I don't really, I really was more excited about hanging out in like the lodge with like a book. I was not excited about actually skiing. (laughs) 
And we get to this ski resort, this mountain ski resort, and that's when it hits me. I haven't thought a thing about gloves and goggles and hats. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, I mean, because it's just not something I would even think about. And my, my husband, who grew up skiing as a kid, his parents took him quite a bit, he pulls out this magical tub from the back of our car, and it's got all this stuff in it. I It uh, truly had not even occurred to me. I knew we were going skiing, but I did not think about any of the stuff we needed to take. I would have caused us to spend like $1,000 at the ski, <laughs> right. ski shop. You know, so that was my first time trying to plan something like that. Now I think things through a little bit differently. First time we head into retirement, we don't know so many of the things. And that's where I guess, you know, carry that analogy through. It's kind of like you show up with your your magic tote with all the, the tools that we need, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And, and a couple of thoughts there. The first one is, of course, we hope you're only going to be planning a retirement once, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, because generally speaking, if you're if you're planning it a second time, that means something went horribly wrong the first time. Uh, and, and of course, even though none of uh, our financial planners have ever personally retired, before, it's like we've been through the retirement process dozens or even hundreds of times because of all of our experience going through it with our clients. So I know, having done this for 25 years, that uh, you know, in the first few years, there were probably things that I certainly couldn't predict, but it's very rare for someone to go through something now and for it to surprise me. And so you know, that's been really fun to see the stress kind of, you know, fall off of a client's shoulders. And, and I think of people who say, hey, I'm retiring and, I, and I'm worried about these 12 things. Mm -hmm. And as they're listing them off I, and I'm telling them, hey, you know, that's what you hired us for. That's what we're here for. And you can just see the relief on their face because, you know, we can't do everything. It's There's teamwork there, but there's a lot of things where we're going to provide direction because we've been through it before and we know uh, what the most important things are and maybe most importantly what the most important things are to avoid. And so by having those things, the bottom line is we want to help you earn more money and get a better rate of return and enjoy more income. But what we really want is to give you peace of mind because uh, it doesn't matter how much money you have if you're so stressed out you can't enjoy it. And so that, that's the whole reason we do what we call a custom-built retirement plan for people that, that hire us to work for them. And the first step to building a plan that's custom-built for you is our five-step retirement review. Uh, we do that at no cost and no obligation for listeners of the show. To take advantage, you just call 803-9-RETIRE. Once again, just to get started, call us at 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. More insights from Pat are coming up next. Stay with us. John Farley here. According to the U.S. Debt Clock, in the time you hear this commercial, our nation's debt will go up by $1.5 million. That's more than $2 billion a day, $15 billion a week. Right now, our debt is over $31 trillion and climbing fast. The question is, how do we pay it off? The answer, increasing taxes. Now think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are historically low or later when rates are potentially higher? Whether you should pay taxes now or in the future depends on a lot of things. The team at Preservation Specialists knows what to look for. Our advisors can help you create a plan so your retirement is as tax efficient as it can be. Call 803-9-RETIRE to set up a visit with an advisor at Preservation Specialists that's 803-9-RETIRE. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Call now, 803-9-RETIRE. Securities offered through Arcadios Capital Member, FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Arcadios Wealth. Preservation Specialists and Arcadios are not affiliated through any ownership. Have a question for Pat? Here's an easy new way to ask. Click on the radio tab at retirewithpat.com and record your question directly on the website. That's retirewithpat.com and click on radio. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and he is the author of the books Save Your Retirement and The Retirement Secret. Going to be talking a little bit about all of that planning and preparing for retirement versus actually living in retirement, which turns out is a little bit different, Pat. Fewer than one in four Americans think their current retirement lifestyle aligns with what they had planned for their retirement to be. So as it turns out, it is different. It's one thing to dream about retirement, and it's another thing to live in retirement every day. I don't know if you've heard that from your clients before after they make the switch. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, I started working with retirees when I was pretty young. And, you know, the thought of retirement or it's one of the biggest changes you'll ever go through in your life really hadn't occurred to me, you know, when I was in my you know mid-20s. Sure. <laughs> and uh, sure. it is fascinating. And I don't think, you know, anyone who tries to uh, paint a, a broad brush of that and say that, you know, this type of this happens to everybody, I just think is so untrue. It's so individualized. And some people take to it like a duck to water. And some people, it's just a huge, you know, it's a change that they, they can't ever wrap their mind around. And, and others, you know, they like to have, you know, maybe going from full retirement and having a semi-retirement first is a good transition point. So there's there's so many ways it can be done, so many ways to fill that time in retirement, you know, finding ways to you know, to motivate, to give you purpose. Those are all just big things and um, big topics. And uh, I'm glad we're getting a chance to dig into it today. Yeah. Well, and you know, and I think retirement is just one example, but so many things in our life, Pat, we can plan for how we'll handle something or we can anticipate how we think something's going to go. And then when we actually get into it, it's just a little bit different. I mean, I'll, I'll just share with you most recently, my daughter who has just started driving herself well, she's ridden the school bus to her school. She's had her dad and I drive her a thousand times to that school. But the first time she was behind the wheel by herself without somebody else in the car, it felt totally <laughs> different to her. Yeah. She she felt like she was going to get lost, even though she'd been there before. So that's kind of a phenomenon that we go through with so many things. It shouldn't be a surprise that it's kind of like this with retirement also. That's true. And one of the things, you know, I've had people, you know, as they're preparing for retirement and they'll ask, you know, well, how does this happen and how does that happen? And a lot of those are things that we're doing for they've hired us to do. And I'll say, oh, we'll, we'll take care of that. And it's, and they just I have this look of relief. Oh, thank goodness, because <laughs> there's just so many things that are new that yes. you haven't done before. And it can be so overwhelming just to try and think of them all. And, and one of the you know things that we like to say is most people will hopefully only retire once in their entire life. And mm -hmm. The beauty of working with someone like us is we've essentially retired hundreds of times in working with our clients. And so we've been through that process. We know what the pitfalls are. We know what the things to take advantage of are. And so why not learn from our process that we've gone through over the years? Right. So let me set up some of the audio that we have that we're going to play here in this part of the show. Um, because when we talk about learning about something, knowing about something intellectually, and then experiencing it, Dr. David Eckert taught about aging and retirement at the University of Kansas for 44 years. And he had a piece in the Wall Street Journal that I found where he admitted that while it's one thing to know intellectually what happens with retirement, living through it is another thing altogether. So he's been retired for a couple years now. And so he's now starting to write about what this is like now that he is living in retirement after he thought about it and taught about it for so long. And he talked about one of the biggest transitions or biggest surprises for him is how he feels about his use of time now. And I, so I, I spoke mm. with him on the phone. This was an, actually, it was online. It was an internet connection. So I apologize. There, there are a few little blips in it, but I thought this was interesting, his take on his use of time now. I thought that one surprise for me is I thought that the feeling of release and freedom that I would get from retirement would come about because I was no longer externally scheduled by a job. In my case, I was a professor and I had to teach these classes and I had to attend these meetings and, in other words, meet these uh, time commitments. But really, the relaxation came from taking pressure off of myself in order to have, as many people do, a successful career, you put pressure on yourself to attempt things and try things and learn things and, and you know, go for opportunities. And when I no longer had to do that, that was the thing that really, really relaxed me. Uh, it doesn't matter now what time in the morning I start my walk or what time in the afternoon I decide to finish the crossword puzzle. The time is much less a pressing thing for me. Right. So less of a pressing thing. And he also told me he is a little bit protective of his time now. He really doesn't hmm. want to have to commit himself to certain things. So I, I, I don't know. Is that something that you hear from, from the folks that you help with this transition as well? I do. It reminds me, Jen, of vacations and hear me out here. So there's different different ways to vacation, right? Sure. And sometimes people just go to the beach and then just sit and relax. 
And that was not how I was raised. It was mm. kind of like, you have the agenda and you're going to hit yes. all these things. And so I've kind of adopted that. And uh, one of the trips Janelle and I went on was uh, kind of a coastal area and you would walk from town to town. And so we had, a, we had like a couple nights there and the, the day we were there, it was kind of like walk around and then like sit and relax. Mm-hmm. And and Janelle was kind of like, are you okay? Like, is this, <laughs> and I was like, I just don't, I don't know what to do with myself. Right. And so it sounds like a lot, a lot like what he's, what he's saying and that, that, you know, that our lives are so, you know, busy now that that's yes. gotta be just a freeing, but it, it's freeing, but it also is probably scary at first. Cause you, cause you don't know what to do with yourself. Yes. And, and that's exactly what he said. He says it creates these conflicted feelings Yeah, and he's, he's got some of that as well. Here, here's one more where he talks about experiencing that internal conflict, that tug of not knowing for sure what he should be doing. And you think to yourself, why, why are you doing that? So you feel you know, I, as, as, as I put it, I have two angels on my shoulder. One angel whispers in my ear, relax, take it easy. The other angel whispers in my ear, shouldn't you be doing something right now? It's kind of kind of where we find ourselves, right? It's so good. That's exactly what I was thinking. I, I'm sure yes. in my first day of retirement, that's exactly what I'll be thinking to myself the entire time. And uh, I'm sure I will absolutely drive Janelle crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that, and we will get into the couple's retirement here on the other side of the break. But there is this tug and how will we be spending our time? And that doesn't seem like something we need to talk through with a financial advisor. How am I going to spend my time? It doesn't really seem like something to talk to somebody like you about. But why is that something that you, as a retirement planner, want to know about? Well, there's actually two reasons, Jen. Um, there's a very extremely practical one, which is uh, because we do get that question. So we we do ask people, you know, what, what, what's your dream retirement look like? You know, what would you be doing? Who are you going to be with? Where are you going to be? And the practical reason is it has a huge effect on your spending needs in mm-hmm. retirement. You know, we have clients that did very well in their working years, but their lifestyle in retirement is to go camping in a tent. And that's the most expensive thing they do. Um, that They spend a lot less every month than we have other clients that like to take first class, you know, trips around the world and yeah. things like that. So and there's no judgment of those things. It's just a matter of we want to know what you want out of it to help you to help make sure, you know, if you're wanting to travel around the world, you're not going to do that on the camping and attend budget, right? Mm-hmm. So we have to match those up. The other reason, uh, and this is something I've learned only through experience, Jen, is that human beings are incredible at procrastinating. And we also love instant gratification. Yes. And planning, planning for retirement isn't really ideal for either of those. So I love the added bonus of talk is we get to talk about what we want to do and experience and people we want to be with. And that gets you excited and motivated to actually get the plan in place. So I think those two really go hand in hand and both are extremely valuable. That is such a great point there. And when we talk about that plan in place, talk about what goes into a strategy to help turn those ideas, those random thoughts and ideas we have into reality. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things, you know, we have clients, Jen, that are very intelligent and understand finance. And they'll come in and say, you know, ask kind of typical questions. Then they'll say, how do you actually turn all of this into a retirement? Uh, Because it's we're not taught that, right? There's no training for that. And in fact, you know, our parents and grandparents probably didn't have to do that because they probably retired and they had a pension and social security and you know, they got the gold watch and everything was fine. And it's, it's so much more complex now. And so that's why we talk about a retirement plan really needs to be comprehensive. It needs to have five areas. And that's, you know, the first three that everyone nods their head and says makes sense is you got to know where your income's coming from. We want to know how your taxes are going to be paid because we want to see if we can keep those as low as possible. And then for most people, at least some of their income is going to come from some kind of nest egg. So we have to have an investment plan. All three of those go together. And then we talk a lot about healthcare. Uh, that's a fourth one. And the estate plan. Planning. And the estate plan could be after you're gone or it could be, you know, if you are sick, uh, it could be if you're married, you know, protecting your spouse. So all of those things all pulled together are part of a comprehensive plan. We call uh, the plans we put together for our clients custom built retirement plans because they are not cookie cutter. We think everyone should be individualized. And the first step to creating something like that, we call it our five step retirement review. And we offer that today to our listeners at no cost and no obligation. All you have to do to get started is call 803-9-RETIRE. Once again, no cost, no obligation to take that first step. The number is 803-9-RETIRE. 
It's one thing to come up with how you would spend that perfect day in retirement, but what happens to that ideal day and all those retirement dreams and plans when your spouse is also retiring? We'll get into that in just a moment. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back. You've heard Pat on radio. Now you can see him on television. Tune in Sunday mornings during the 7 o'clock news on WIS-TV, Columbia's NBC Channel 10. Who will help you get there? Wherever you want to go in retirement, Pat Struby and the team at Preservation Specialists can help you get there. You do the dreaming, they do the planning, tailored to your specific needs and goals. Or they can offer you a second opinion on a plan you may already have. Call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a visit with Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists right now. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered through Arcadios Capital, member FINRA SIPC. To find out more about Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists, visit online anytime at retirewithpat.com. That's retirewithpat.com. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialist, and today we're talking about retirement dreams versus reality, because fewer than one in four Americans think their current retirement lifestyle aligns with what they had planned for their retirement to be. So as we're discussing today, it is one thing to dream about retirement, and it is another thing to live in retirement every day. Now, who we talked to about all of this, Dr. David Eckert taught about aging and retirement for more than four decades before he retired himself back in 2020. And his wife actually retired at about the same time. And he says one of the factors that we have to consider when it comes to retirement is not only how we'll spend our own time, but what happens if we do have that spouse who is retiring with us? You know, I married him for better or worse but not for lunch. <laughs> Which just, <laughs> I think that's perfect. It's amazing. Don't we have? Don't we all have that thought, right? What is he doing in here? Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> well, you know, a couple of thoughts I have on that. First of all, of course, we all have different personalities, introverts, extroverts, and I'm some kind of weird combination where I love being around people, but I also really love being by myself. Yes. And um, my wife, Janelle, is more of, she enjoys that time together. So that's that, that's a balancing act that we have through our lives now. And I, I can only imagine it be magnified in retirement. But I, I can't help but <laughs> tell a story of clients I worked with, I've worked with for a long time. And I remember vividly she was not working outside the house uh, mm-hmm. when he retired. So she was used to having that alone time. And then he retired. And suddenly he was there with her everywhere. All the and time. she came into the office once without him. <laughs> and um, she, she was like mentioning that he was following her along in the grocery store. And she kind of leans in and she says, Pat, he's driving me crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, figuring out those boundaries, that's a, right. that's a big deal. Right. But now here's the good news, though, because this is something else that Dr. Eckert, who I spoke with, has researched a little bit. And he says... In his research of how people act in retirement and how they adapt, he found there there won't be a lot of serious effects on the marriage. Adjustments to make, yes, but not necessarily things that will actually threaten your marriage. People really actually look forward to retirement as a time that they can finally spend together after decades of uh, raising children and marching off to work now they can enjoy one another's uh, together and uh, engage in activities that they would uh, like to explore. So some good news there. It's certainly, certainly an adjustment. And of course, you know, there, there are so many jokes that we can all make about, about that, <laughs> that extra time together. But I do think there's some important things to talk about there, Pat. When you are dealing with a couple how important is it to you to have a lot of communication about everyone's goals and expectations for retirement? And how clearly are we making sure that we are communicating this and being honest about what everybody's goals and expectations are? Yeah, you know, this is one of those unexpected, um, I think, really big potential benefits of working with a planner, Jen, is it's literally just having a, a third person. You know, when you're a married couple, uh, you know, we taught the uh, Dave Ramsey uh, financial freedom course at my church a number of years ago, and I was the I was the leader 
of that. And, you know, there wasn't anything in the financial recommendations that was new to me. But uh, what I was really impressed with, with Dave Ramsey's information was going in depth and talking about money as a couple. And uh, because obviously, you know, money is one of the areas that creates the most division amongst couples. And so, um, so I think what we have seen with all of our planners is um, meeting with the planners kind of like a safe space, right? So you, you know, you have uh, an opportunity to kind of voice things and get things out on the table that maybe aren't that comfortable to do when you're at home. And uh, I, you know, one of the things, Jen, I'm just laughing, thinking about various conversations, (laughs) you know, in the first meeting, we really want to know, you know, hey, what's your dream retirement? What will you be doing? And all those kinds of things. And we've literally had meetings where one person will say, oh, my goodness, I can't wait until we retire. And we sell the home and we buy the RV and we travel the country. And the other one says, we what? have never talked about that. I would never do that in a million years. And they're kind yeah. of staring at each other. And you're thinking, well, it's probably a good thing you talked about this now. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, I mean, these are these are really big things. And, of course, it doesn't have to be anything near that extreme. But, you know, you're talking about, you know, planning your spending in retirement and and okay, well, what type of travel are you going to do? How expensive is it going to be? Who are you going to be going to see? Where are the places you're going to go? You know, just silly, you know, little things like that, and it can really add up. And uh, I think I'd like to think that that can create uh, a lot of comfort in the in the relationship because they've got they've been able to air those things and work through them ahead of time, rather than those unpleasant surprises as we as we may occasionally have in a marriage, right? Well, and and you're right that that is a benefit of having somebody who's bringing things up because how many times do we just make that assumption? This is what I've been thinking about. So, of course, he's been thinking about the same thing as I have. And then you don't even think to bring it up because it's just what, what your thought is, what your plan is the whole time. And having that other person to talk through these things, uh, as well as the money side and everything else, th- there truly is a benefit there. You, you're probably not even trying to keep it a secret from your spouse. You just don't even think right. about bringing, bringing up some of these things as far as your, your goals and dreams and retirement, right? Yeah. And I, I think, you know, the, the reality of everything is life is just so busy. And, you know, maybe maybe they'll say 100, 200 years ago, they thought it was busy too, but clearly it's busier now. You know, right. there's so many pressures that we all have on ourselves. And it may even, like you said, you're likely not hiding it from your spouse. In fact, you may even have wanted to talk to them about it and there's just not time to focus or, you know, if it's been brought up, you know, there's other distractions, you know, and those types of things. And so that's another benefit of, you know, sitting down with a planner is you are investing, you know, for example, our, our typical meeting is, is an hour long. So you're, you're investing an hour of your time into trying to make sure that your retirement is going to be in order. But also it's investing an hour. If you're a married couple, it's investing an hour in your relationship because it's giving you a chance to really kind of make sure you're seeing eye to eye in those types of things. And that's one of the reasons, Jen, that we offer our first meeting, our first review at no cost and no obligation. Uh, Because for listeners of the show, we want them to have that opportunity uh, to sit down with the planner and begin those conversations with a planner. And to get started, you just have to call us at 803-9-RETIRE. We call that your five-step retirement review. It's an opportunity to sit down and look at where you are right now. But like you and I have been kind of laughing about today, it is talking about what do you want that retirement to look like? And if you're married, what what does your spouse want that to look like? How how similar are they? And let's talk that out. Um, so once again, that's part of that first step. And there is no cost or obligation for that. The number, again, to get started is 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And Pat, clearly there are some differences between helping a single person plan for retirement and helping a couple, whether it is what we are both wanting to do but what are some other things that need to be accounted for when you're working with two people and helping two people enter retirement? Yeah, that's a that's a really good question, Jen. So, you know, one of the things we talk about is the the foundation to a successful retirement is a written retirement income plan. And a lot of times people are surprised when I tell them um, that for a married for an individual, there's three pieces to that. And for a married couple, there's four. So the three pieces that everyone has is we need to make sure you have a steady, reliable source of income. That's pretty obvious. Uh, We want that to be protected from inflation. And then the question we all have is, will my money last as long as I do? Right, because that's the that's the eternal question that we all have. Right. Uh, but then the fourth one um, for a married couple is how do we make sure that if one spouse 
predeceases the other that the surviving spouse is protected and you know that's something that a lot of people don't talk a lot about and you know one of the statistics i saw recently jen that just blew me away is they've determined that 80 percent of men die while they're married and 80 percent of women die single Mm -hmm. and that's a staggering number uh when you think about that and so how many times uh you know we've met with someone it's not always this way but a lot of times there might be in a married couple um, the guy who likes to handle the investments and um, his wife who really isn't interested in that or has he hasn't shared that information with her well if the odds are that high that um, she's going to end up on her own at some point we need to make absolutely sure that there's a plan in place to protect her and of course if uh, she were to predecease him we want to make sure he's protected too but those are the kinds of things that aren't fun to talk about but right. my goodness we you know and i've never met a husband that doesn't want his wife protected if he dies first right, right so these are right. the kinds of things that it's something that people want but it's not fun to talk about so a lot of times it doesn't get talked about and those are the kinds of things that we think are really important and we want to make sure they get covered right and there are a lot of stats also about the number of women who when they, if they do outlive their spouse, they end up having to find somebody else to work with on the financial side because they never really had that relationship with the person that, that their husband was going to. And, and Or maybe they feel neglected. They don't really feel like they've had that relationship. So I imagine it's really important to you to sit down with both of them the whole time so that way it isn't like, oh, h- hello, Mrs. Jones, nice to meet you after mm. after he passes away, right? That's absolutely the case. And and I would add to that, Jen, that is if, let's say, the wife hasn't met the planner, that can be a difficult situation. Also, if the, you know, if you want to handle your finances yourself, mm-hmm. will your wife be capable? We've had people hire us purely because that the husband wants the wife to have somebody in case something happens to them. Yes. So that's an, another example of the benefits of that. And you know, there are a lot of good financial professionals out there, but there's also ones that aren't so good. And so if, if you're leaving it to chance that your spouse that's surviving you is just going to find somebody, that, that could be a scary situation. Right. And whether you are married, single, widowed, or divorced, the fact is most of you don't have that plan in place for your financial future. It's nearly 70% of Americans are missing that written financial plan and Pat, people without a plan do tend to feel less confident about their future. That's absolutely true, Jen. And I know a lot of you are worried that you haven't saved enough or that you won't even be able to retire. And I know that most of you don't have a written financial plan. And a written financial plan can help you feel more financially stable. So you don't have to be one of those people worried if your money will last or if you can even afford to retire. We have a process for helping you create a retirement income strategy. And we start with what we call our five-step retirement review. If you're listening to me right now, you don't have an income strategy, and based on the statistics, you probably don't, we invite you to call so we can help you create a budget to figure out how much you'll need for the retirement you've been dreaming about, uncover the main risks posing a threat to your retirement, including inflation, stock market risk, potential tax increases, and skyrocketing healthcare costs, learn about the options for generating income in retirement, and learn about how to keep your current standard of living in retirement, even as costs keep rising. There's no cost and no obligation for this analysis. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call 803-9-RETIRE and ask for your retirement income analysis. After we've analyzed where you are right now, then we can help you start mapping out your strategy to get you where you want to go. This isn't about big wins. We aren't about getting, trying to make you rich. We want to help make sure you don't ever end up outliving your money. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. You want to take advantage of this opportunity from Pat to help make sure that you won't run out of money and you might even be able to boost your returns over time. So get started today at 803-9-RETIRE. We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert Tim Hanbury. Medicare is still great insurance, but original Medicare has one major flaw. It never pays 100% of the costs like an employer or an individual plan does. So what people do to fix this is to add either a Medigap plan, also called a supplement plan, or a Medicare Advantage plan like you see on TV. What these plans do is to put a limit on how much you can spend each year instead of having an unlimited 20% and co-payments under Medicare Parts A and B. The advantage of a Medigap plan is that you have predictable costs when you use services. Costs can be as low as $198 in 2020. However, the premium costs will be higher than an Advantage plan at about $100 to $120 per month at age 65. The main benefit of an Advantage plan is its low premium cost. 
Plans can have a zero premium or go up to about $50 per month. However, the cost to use the plans can be high as $6,700 in 2020. So what's best for you? It depends on your needs and your situation. I'll be reviewing both types of plans in future Medicare Minutes. Visit Tim's website, MedicareBlueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book. Or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation. To schedule a visit for your own customized five-step retirement review, call right now, 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and I am Jen Rizak alongside. And Pat, of course, gets questions each and every week about all things retirement. And we always like every now and then dedicating a portion to the show to going over some of those common retirement questions. So what do you say, Pat? Ready to get into some uh, listener questions here? Let's open up that big bag of mail. Yes. A mail sack delivered by the mailman. I picture it kind of like Santa, the letters to Santa. Yes. Or yes. The stack looks just like that, right? Right. Exactly. When (laughs) is it, what is it, Miracle on 34th Street, when they have to prove that Santa's real by delivering all the mail and dumping it in court? Yes. Perfect. (laughs) Just like that. So Pat's like in a pile of mail right now that he's (laughs) sorting through. Okay. Our first question comes from Annette from Irmo who says her husband just retired. Annette is planning to leave her job within the next few months also. She says, I just haven't been able to get my replacement trained, but then I will be set to retire. I'm excited, but already my husband has started to pinch pennies everywhere. I can't even Mm. get him to talk about taking our first trip after I retire. This is already driving me crazy. How do I get him to get comfortable with the idea of spending some of our savings on some fun things? Because this is what we saved it for. I think this is what we talk about, Pat, with a a change in our mindset when we get in wow. retirement, right? Yeah, Goodness. yeah. And this is kind of reminding me. This is maybe a, an odd reference, but it reminds me of in the movie Shrek when he talks about being an onion and having all the layers. <laughs> Onions have layers. There's a lot of layers to this question. <laughs> so, Annette, first of all, congratulations on being close to retirement. However. I don't want you and your husband to drive each other crazy in retirement. So there's so many things to talk about here. The first one is one of the possible benefits of hiring a retirement planner is having an objective third party Mm -hmm. Um, because you and your husband may not agree on how to spend money in retirement and it may help to have an independent person. So now we're not marriage counselors, of course, (laughs) but sometimes it feels like it for a few minutes. The second thing is we all handle money differently. And so that's one of the biggest things that can be, you know, a challenge with these types of things. And there's going to have to be some kind of open conversation about spending and budget and things like that. And I wonder if there's some underlying fears or worries um, for Annette's husband. Um, And maybe he retired and then started looking at the numbers. I'm wondering if he's a spreadsheet guy Mm -hmm. and uh, maybe he's got a budget on his spreadsheet, which by the way, we have some clients that have every month down to the penny and we have lots of people who have never done one. So (laughs) there's a lot of different ways to do that. And, And by the way, both are fine if you're spending within your means. And then the last thing that I would say is one of the things we, we talk about a lot on the show, but I think I'm usually approaching it more from the logical side, not the emotional side, but the foundation to a successful retirement, we believe, is a written retirement income plan. And I'm going to suspect that an and her husband don't have that because yeah. he wouldn't need to be pinching pennies everywhere unless he was worried that they were going to run out of money. And so the, the whole idea of having a plan is it's really just stopping and saying, okay, about how much are you going to need to spend to do the things you want to do, which as Annette is saying, includes some trips, right? A lot of people mm-hmm. want to do that. They've yeah. worked hard and they want to do some travel. So we want to put that in there. We want to plan for that. And then how are we going to afford that? Um, if you have social security benefits, what's the best way to take that? If you have pension benefits, What are your options there? How do we make that work for you? Um, If you have a nest egg, if you have 401k, IRA, savings, inheritance, stocks, bonds, any of that stuff, how do we take that and generate income to cover these things? If you can see that laid out, uh, if you can see how it helps cover inflation if things get more expensive over time, if you see all the things that can help protect you and help you make sure you don't outlive your money, then hopefully the goal is you can actually enjoy that money in retirement and not have to worry and not have to pinch pennies. So. Mm 
I hope Annette, that's helpful. Jen, I don't know if that was all yeah. over the place or if that was if that was a thorough answer, but I was trying to hit those layers that were coming to mind as I was hearing Annette's question. I, I was thrilled for the Shrek reference as well. Just really, really <laughs> that's a show first, I think. <laughs> that's right. Onions have layers, just like that question. And and real quickly, eight oh three nine retire. Uh, for those of you listening who recognize that could be your situation too. You've done a good job with the savings part. Mm. You're just trying to figure out the planning steps that come after that 803 nine retire is a really good uh number for you to call to get some of those questions answered get started on that today that's 803 retire uh let's go to our next question mary from forest acres says there are a couple of local charities that we have regularly supported throughout our careers we don't want to completely abandon those causes now that we're retired, but it seems kind of scary to keep giving as much as we were now that we're on a fixed income. So should we hold off on charitable giving for now if we're worried about the financial impact? Well, that's an awesome question. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Mary. So yeah, I think that charity is uh, one of those things that, uh, of course, is very different for all of us, right? Some of us are kind of some people are going to highly prioritize that and some it's not really a thought. And of course, we all have our reasons for those types of things. So sure. kudos to Mary for supporting uh, these local charities and wanting to try and continue to do something. It's This does tie in with uh, the last question, right, Jen? If we have a an income plan, um, if we want a budget for uh, making sure we have enough money to support these charities, we certainly want to do that and not at the detriment of running out of money in retirement. Right. Uh, but I, I'm going to go one other area, and I just, Jen, I hope you don't mind. I kind of want to put you on the spot for this oh, one. But, okay. All right. So if, if when she's talking about what she's going to use her money for, anything we're dealing with, do you, do you know what my answer always is? What's the first step to anything when we're dealing with your money? Well, gosh, I mean, there's so <laughs> many different places we could go with this, but I feel like... The first step would just be kind of like assessing where you are right now, mapping out where you are. But you did 100% put me on the spot. I, don't <laughs> I <know>. did. <laughs> I don't know. What yeah. So we want to know where you are, but also where you're trying to go. Yeah. And so that's where I was going. So you, you were you were halfway there. I'm going to give you credit I get for a that. Half point. But what I what I want to say to Mary is, when you're heading into retirement the first thing we want to be thinking of is what's the most important to you? Mm. What's the purpose of your money? If the purpose is just to make sure you never run out of money, then maybe you're not so worried about whether the charities are supported. But if the charities are important to you, then that's part of your purpose. And so that's the thing about, now maybe it's easy for me to say, but that's that's what life is about, right? We all have yeah. to prioritize. We'd all love to you know, travel first class around the world and spend hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, but we can't do that. So we have to prioritize. We all have a limited amount of money that we can spend and what are we going to do that with? So that would be, if I was sitting down one-on-one -on -one with Mary, that would be my first thing. Hey, let's mm -hmm. let's get real and let's actually talk about what's most important. And if those charities are important to you, then we're going to make sure you can continue to support them. And I guess the final thought I would have is, as someone who's been involved in church for many years and I'm on the board of a couple of nonprofits, there are many ways to support a nonprofit. So it can be financial, but also maybe now that you're retiring, maybe you have more time to devote as well. So I think that's something too, to think about uh, the different ways that you are interested in supporting those charities. Mm -hmm. And hopefully that gives you um, some good ideas for how to yeah. continue doing that. Yeah, no, that's, that's a great point also there, Pat. Appreciate that. Let's go to Greg from Columbia. And now I, I just don't know how I feel about asking questions that you weren't prepared for now that you're to me. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Greg from Columbia wants to know, is my social security benefit going to be taxed? I can't figure out what to expect with that. So good question about something that we're all expecting in retirement, but we don't want any surprises, right? Yeah. Thanks, Greg. Uh, yeah. Taxes on social security benefits. So um, a handful of years ago, I was teaching a class at uh, a local school here, Midlands Tech, and a couple of different campuses. And it would be, it was uh, two evenings. So it'd be like a, a Thursday evening, one week, and then a Thursday evening the next week. And it was three hours each evening, which I thought, my goodness, these poor people, six hours in a room with me. I couldn't believe they, they, they I couldn't believe they came back, really. But um, no, it was really fun teaching. It was all about retirement. And this is one of the questions of all the things we talk about, Jen, this is one of the questions where I felt like people were the most fascinated about because I'd actually walk through 
uh, how this works. Mm -hmm. um, taxation on Social Security is extremely confusing, and it's not talked about very often. Right. And the, there are a lot of very intelligent, successful people that are approaching retirement, and when we talk about this, they're kind of in shock. So when FDR created Social Security, he said it would never be taxed, and many moons later, that changed. Right. Um, the, the taxation started, I believe, in the early 80s. Uh, and the idea was to help uh, fortify Social Security with the baby boomer generation uh, coming up, which which I think was was logical. And so what's happened now is that tax, it used to be about one in five retirees had their benefits taxed. Now it's over half. Wow. So it really is becoming very common. It's based on your total income, and it's a pretty complicated formula. So um, this is one of those things where we always say, you're probably either to really understand it, you're either going to need to talk to a CPA who understands it very well, or you're going to talk to someone like a planner like ours, who's really focused on retirement. Um, but the different ways you're generating income outside of your social security is going to help determine how much of it is taxable. So it's going to include if you're receiving a pension, that's going to include if you're withdrawing money from an IRA or a 401k. And it's one of the reasons if you think about the best selling author, David McKnight that we've had on the show, uh, he talks about all different ways to shift your assets so you have less taxable income in retirement. And one of the reasons is if you do a good enough job of that, you can actually go from paying tax on your Social Security to avoiding paying that tax. Mm -hmm. So you're, it's almost a double tax benefit because you're you're avoiding income tax in general on those withdrawals, and then you're also avoiding Social Security taxes. So uh, it's a complicated area, but it's an important area to be aware of. And so definitely good for you to be looking into, Greg, and trying to figure out if you can reduce those taxes. Another great question there, and I'm sure it's always relieving, Pat, for people to hear that other people also have some of these questions or that other people get a little bit confused about things like what's going on with our Social Security benefits and the taxation on them. Obviously, anytime you're dealing with the federal government and their programs, there's <laughs> sure to be a little confusion. So obviously, a lot of questions there. As we wrap things up today here, Pat, these questions were all very different about very different types of scenarios. I think it really speaks to what you talk about every week, and that is the fact that there's no one-size-fits-all plan here. You have a custom-built approach for each and every person who comes in to talk to you. Yeah, the name of the game in our industry is streamlining your, your practice, and most companies have route everyone towards a moderate portfolio and they route everyone towards the same plan and the same way to do everything because that way they can take more clients on and manage more money and it's very easy and we just believe it's just not the best way and we know we can do better and it is more work but we think it's better and it's worth it and that's why we call it a custom built retirement plan exactly like you said jen the great questions that we had on the show today they spell out why we're all different and we all need an income plan we all need to know where our income's coming from but we all have different needs and things we want to accomplish and we have different places it's coming from so where are we going to get that from how do we make sure you're never going to outlive your money how do we make sure that you have enough so you know when you can retire all of those types of things are part of the, what we call the five-step retirement review, uh, which is sitting down with one of our advisors. And we offer that at no cost and no obligation for show listeners at 803-9-RETIRE. Once again, all you have to do to get started is just give us a call, 803-9-RETIRE. You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Remember that number, 803-9-RETIRE. And be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Pat. We'll talk to you next time. Have a great week. Securities offered through Arcadios Capital, member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Arcadios Wealth. Preservation specialists and Arcadios are not affiliated through any ownership.